Alright guys, welcome back to 100% Life. I'm Anita. And... <coughs> Jesus. Um, <clears throat> I just got back from the horse stable. And I'm really, really tired. So I might make this a, a short episode. But we'll see. Um, I haven't really exactly chosen the topic for today. Which is probably not good and really unprofessional. But... I'm going to first start off with talking about why I exactly chose to do a podcast. Now, this is not related to the theme of today at all, but I just wanted to talk about it because it's kind of interesting, honestly. (laughs) So, (laughs) oh god, this is so embarrassing. In 2018, I had a YouTube channel. Um, I still have a YouTube channel, but... I'll explain later. So, I had a different YouTube channel and I would post vlogs and hauls, and I was a wannabe, like, dope girl, basically. Like, I wanted. I swear to God. My computer does this every time. Okay, whatever. Um, yeah, so, it. Long story short, it did not go well. I tried being a YouTuber, it did not work at all it failed miserably and so now i still have a youtube channel but i only post there very rarely and i only post montages because i kind of like putting together all my memories in like a video so i can look back on it so yeah and also i just love photography videography and stuff like that you know (laughs) um so yeah and also i mean the, the way that some people express themselves, some people make songs, some people make YouTube videos. I chose to make a podcast just because um, clearly my YouTube career did not work out. Um, yeah, and don't try to go find those videos because they're gone. I took them off of the internet and they're gone forever. So that's uh, great. So, okay about today so i was thinking about talking about honestly i don't know okay so since i came back from the horse stable i might as well talk about horse riding and the equestrian community and don't worry i'm not gonna like bore you with things that only horse riders will understand i'm gonna talk about some really interesting and juicy stuff and um, showing you that the horse riding community is not as bright and exciting as it actually is. Um, as it really is, yeah. So, let's start off with... Should I start off with the negatives or positives? Okay, I'll start off with the negatives so that we can end off on a good note. Because positivity, positivity right? So, I mean... This kind of connects to another podcast that I wanted to do, like the topic of the fear of judgment, because the horse riding community is so judgmental. Like, do not go in the horse riding community, or at least like competition wise, because like, I mean, if you're just riding for fun and like you don't actually have a horse or you, you have a horse and you're not competing or doing anything like that. I guess it's fine, but I I haven't really been in that situation. I'm in the competition community, and I show jump and do dressage with my horse. 
And let's just say that that world is so judgmental. Like, it has so many aspects to it that just makes me, like, annoyed, I guess. Because everybody in the horse riding community, it's basically one big competition. Like, even if you're not actually competing, you're internally competing. No, how do you say this? Even though you're not, like, at an actual competition, everyone is still competing with each other no matter what. Everyone wants to have the best horse. Everyone wants to jump the highest. Everyone wants to ride the best. Everyone wants to ride the highest classes, I guess. Which, I mean, sometimes is good because you can, like, push yourself and you can, like, motivate each other. But it gets to a point where it's not motivating anymore. It's more discouraging. And if you're not at the top like everyone else is, then you feel so discouraged because you're judged by people. People think, oh my god, why is your horse acting like that? Or why is she not progressing? Or, you know, stuff like that. So let me tell you my story about the negatives of the horse riding community. Because, oof, in the past year, it has really hit me hard. Um, So it all started two summers ago yeah this was kind of where it all went downhill um so i had this trainer and i went to go on vacation for a month to go visit my father and um because he lives in a different country and so i leave her with my horse i tell her ride her once a week and um i'm gonna pay you 80 euros at the end of the month which seemed like a good deal, right? Or I think she ordered two times or once, I don't know. She rode my horse and we made a deal of a set price. And a lot of problems happened. Um, my horse got sick. She did not tell me about it. She did not inform my mother about it. That was in the country. In fact, my mother lives 10 minutes away from the horse stable. She could have easily picked up the phone and called my mom, but she did not. She didn't tell anyone that my horse was very ill she had an infection growing on her face and um so there were a lot of problems nobody told me about anything before i got back which really made me mad because i could have sorted it all out um when i was in sweden as well so also keep in mind i was 13 years old here 13 turning 14 And, like, I was a child still, right? So, I get back, and this grown-ass woman basically writes me a nasty message. She, basically, then I was kind of scared of going up to her, obviously, because this grown woman just, like, sent a nasty message to a 13-year-old girl. Obviously, I did not know how to handle it, so my only way of handling this was to avoid her completely. That was the only way that I knew to, like, get out of the situation was to avoid it because I hate confrontation, like, of any sort. And so, I avoid her for, like, a week, maybe, and then she texts my mother and is like, your daughter has been avoiding me for a week, I need the money that she promised me, and I also need to talk to her about something. And I was like, oof. And like the money part, that was my fault. But, 
So basically, this woman made me go up to her, I gave her the money, and I thought that would be end of story. But no, she had to get mad at me, 13-year-old girl, in my face. She has no business with me other than being my trainer. She has no right to lecture me at all, unless it comes to horse riding. And since then, I have been petrified of this woman. So I refused to um, take lessons with her again because she was not a nice person and I felt like we were not progressing in horse riding. So then she started hating me. And then there were also just a few other things that were going on around the horse stable. Like, I wouldn't clean the paddock, for example. And like a paddock is like a pasture, but with sand where the horses are on like during winter times and everyone has a set day in the week of when they're cleaning the pasture or the paddock and me being 12 or 13 years old of course I would forget sometimes as any human being does and I would get nasty messages from people honestly and so I've gotten a few nasty messages like that from a lot of people and I just think that Writing things like that to a 13-year-old girl is not the right thing. Or a 14-year-old girl. Like, I'm turning 16 now. I don't care if they text me because I've developed a thicker skin. And I honestly don't give a crap about what they say about me. But back then, I was still really insecure. I was a child. I was literally a child. And they would write horrible messages like that to me. And so I was just terrified of going to the horse stable, but I still went and um, I guess it got to a point where last winter I was just fed up of everyone and I didn't want any anyone being in my business anymore and I didn't want anyone commenting about my life or about what I do with my horse. So I just completely stopped going to the horse stable, like at all, like I would go maybe twice a week pet my horse and then go back home like it got really bad I was so unmotivated and now this wasn't only because of the horse table there were a lot of reasons because of this which I'm not going to share on the internet because that's personal but I just did not want to go to the horse table anymore and that would that lasted for like a month and then everyone around me was like you cannot keep doing this you have to start going to the horse table again and so I was like yeah you're right so slowly but surely, I started going back to the horse stable again, but now I only go in the evenings. Um, I go every single day, but I only go in the evenings just because I cannot anymore with all these people at the horse stable, and I'm genuinely so, like, I don't know, I just, I'm fed up with everyone. Like, I don't know if it's just at my horse stable or if it's everywhere, but I've experienced some really nasty people in the horse riding community. Um, not only at my horse stable, there have been competitions, for example, where people have been really, really rude to me just because maybe I didn't place first place. Like, if you get first place at a horse stable, you automatically win everyone's respect there, which honestly... Is such bullcrap to me because I could have had a bad day. My horse could have had a bad day. Things could have not gone well. And maybe they usually go well. And they wouldn't know that. You know? 
like it's just i feel like everyone i don't want to be rude now but everyone in the horse riding community like equestrian community that compete at least they they have their hand so far up their ass i'm sorry to say that but they really do and i was like that for a while too i would hang out with like that type those type of people at the horse table for a really long time and then i realized that they're super toxic and i cannot be around those type of people anymore and yeah but okay enough of the negativity oh well let me just address one more negative thing about the horse riding community mainly competitions and this is about like judges and like the judges that are judging you when you ride they can be so unfair especially in dressage dressage judges are so unfair like basically at least to the competition that i've been to and i live in germany so it could be completely different in other countries but in germany where i live the competition that i've gone to the judges basically only care about two things there are two different types of judges one type is and this is when it comes to dressage one type of judge is the type that just wants to see the most dramatic horse the most expensive horse with the best like strides and um that's really hard if you're like me like an average person that bought a horse for really cheap that was unbroken basically like it wasn't ridden yet and you have to train it yourself you can't win competitions that have judges like that just because they're looking for horses that are about to explode because they have so much energy and they're like purebred they're super expensive basically rich people horses and then there's a second type which is the judge that's only looking for a horse that listens and they're not as harsh these judges but like for example um when my horse is energetic and has power and you have these type of judges then they're just gonna think that your horse is out of control and they're gonna give you a really bad score and they're just basically looking for a horse that's calm and just listens to you which is kind of boring there's like nothing in between it's either like a really explosive horse that a judge wants or a really lazy and nice horse and my horse is none of that like my horse could be explosive one day and literally not want to move a single step the other day but most of the time my horse just has like the perfect amount of energy she listens sometimes it goes wrong and it's just like judges they basically only look for horses that they like not like a certain curriculum that they follow i mean yes there is one but they don't necessarily follow that (laughs) in my opinion maybe they do but that's just how it seems like from an outside perspective um yeah and also like there was a story last year i was at a competition my friend was riding and i was riding dressage um and in this dressage test at the end of the test there was a jump it's basically called like a harmony jump if you like translate it directly from german 
and it's basically just to see if your horse listens. And everyone rode over that jump with their dressage whip, but my friend, she all like my friend also rode over the jump with a dressage whip, but they decided to take points only off of her because she rode with a dressage whip, even though every single person in the test rode over the jump with the dressage whip, which is so unfair. And then we addressed the judges, and they got mad, and they still took points off of her and not off of anyone else. So you see, it's like, it's basically luck when it comes to competitions. Um, but I've had some great experiences in horse riding, let me get into that now. Um, enough of the negative stuff. So let me tell you about my first jumping competition. This was in... 2018, I think. Wait, I need to double check that. I'm not sure. Um, but it was my first jumping competition. And, um, wait, give me two seconds. I need to double check. Um, hold up. No, I'm just kidding. 2017 was my first jumping competition with my horse. Um, it was my first time at a jumping competition. As I said, I had two um, divisions that day. I had um, 60 centimeters and then I had one meter um, later on in the day. And uh, the first test went or yeah jumping course went really well the 60 centimeters i placed fifth i think and for my first competition that's great i was really happy with her and then i had to wait i think six hours before my next um jumping course test thing and i got on my horse everything was fine once again i met some really snobby people in the warm-up ring <laughs> Um, one lady started yelling at me because I jumped over the jump and I told everyone I was going to jump over the jump, but her daughter wanted to jump and I asked, like, I notified the entire hall, like, okay, so basically in, in the warm-up ring, how this works is that before you go towards a jump, you shout out, um, yeah, for example, an, if you're jumping over an oxer, you say, oxer free so that everyone knows to stay away from the jump and so i said that and apparently her daughter wanted to jump too but she didn't say anything so i went for the jump and i jumped and her daughter was behind me i guess and her mom got mad at me because i jumped and i let everyone know and her daughter didn't so you see what i mean the horse riding community is very funny okay so yeah it was time for me to jump in the actual like course and the jumps were a bit higher than i expected um they were not okay so basically the test was 80 to the the course was 80 to one meter 80 centimeters to one meter and so usually they lean towards the smaller jump size which would be 80 centimeters um but contest my horse contessa was completely fine jumping one meter but the thing is they put the one meter jumps 
for the hardest jumps. And, okay, so if you're not a horse rider, you're not going to understand what I mean. But the hardest jumps are oxers. If you don't know what an oxer is, then search up oxer jump on the internet. O-X-E-R jump. Um, they put those as the highest jumps, as one meter. Now, I was terrified, um, but I went into the course and I was confident. I was like, I got this. Whatever happens, happens. I'm just going to try to get to the end of the course alive. And so that's what I did. I jumped my way through the course. She stopped once, but it's fine. She didn't take anything down. I did not place, sadly, but I was really proud of her because it was our first time doing a really high course so yeah and i've had some really good experiences in competitions as well i've gotten second i have an entire wall just full of ribbons i've won one two three four five six seven eight times i've won eight times i've gotten second two times and i've gotten third one two three four five six times and then i've gotten fourth once fifth once and I've gotten, like, anything past five, which is basically six, seven, eight, three times. So, yeah. And so, yeah, it was really fun, that competition. It was really an experience. Last year, I came third place in our home competition. And the year before that, I came first place in our home competition and there was this one time um i went to a competition but it was so close that my mom and i decided that i would ride there because it was literally like maybe a two minute drive from our horse stable and so we decided why not ride there why spend money on a trailer when we could literally ride there and so the way you had to take to ride to this horse stable was you basically had to go next to on a road that was next to a highway or not really a highway but it was like a really fast road and oh god my horse she was freaking out the entire time we were walking on that road i was so stressed i could handle her but like i just i was so stressed and then we got to the horse the, the yeah the horse stable that the competition was at and it was fine the competition was good i came first place but yeah it, <laughs> it was just really stressful <sighs> so yeah oh there was also this one time i went to a competition and it was further away so we had to take a trailer and so we were on our way, everything was fine, and then all of a sudden, we take the wrong turn. And we were already running late, so I was freaking out. I was like, I'm gonna get disqualified, I'm not gonna be able to ride the competition, blah blah blah. So we get there 15 min minutes? No, minutes later than we wanted to, which was a lot of time, because I did not have time to walk the course. There were also not a lot of people in my division, um, which means I had less time to, like, get ready and stuff. So we get there. I run 
to the organizers when my mom fixes my horse and stuff. No, it was the other way around. My mom runs to the organizers and I fix my horse. And she's like, we're so late. I'm so sorry. Like, is there anywhere she can still ride? And they were like, yeah, it's fine. We can just put her like very last. So I was riding last and I was so stressed out. <clears throat> and my dad had flown in from Sweden to watch my competition. So I was like, oh my God, the pressure, Jesus. <laughs> and so I quickly get on her. I had five minutes to warm her up before i had to go wait one sec there's a bug on my wall and i do not want it crawling into my bed okay there we go it's gone i had five to ten minutes to warm her up jump over some jumps luckily she was very cooperative um also luckily i was not jumping one meter that day i was jumping 80 centimeters which was so much better <laughs> um and so i get in the course i had no time to walk the course i had to memorize the entire course off of two riders so i was so scared that i was gonna forget where i was going and so i ride and everything was fine she was really good Luckily, i did not place just because she stopped once at a jump and yeah but it's fine i was really proud of her because of the circumstances so yeah, um, dressage competitions are just so uneventful and so boring and I hate them and I think this year I'm not going to ride any more dressage competitions just because they're not fun in any way. And also I'm, I'm just stressed when it comes to dressage competitions because my horse is really angsty when it comes to dressage and she does not like to cooperate. So... Yeah, that's why I think I'm going to lay off the dressage competitions for this year and for the future. Just because I don't feel like it's bringing me any good. It's honestly just making everything worse. So yeah, <clears throat> um, jumping is going to be my way to go. But thanks Corona, all competitions are cancelled. So I don't know when I'm going to be jumping again, like in competitions. But overall, I love horse riding. Um, I started riding when I was five. I've been riding for almost 11 years now. <coughs> started riding in Egypt. So yeah, <clears throat> I just love horse riding. And I don't know what I would do without it. Save my life in a way. I have something stuck in my throat, I'm sorry. And yeah, I don't know what I would do with my life if I didn't have my horse. Because my entire life basically consists of horse riding. Um, so yeah, that was my experience of being in the horse riding community. I'm still in the horse riding community. Um, I'm still learning, growing every day. And yeah, I hope you guys learned something new, maybe about horse riding, or just people in the horse riding community. And if you want to start horse riding, don't be scared of what I'm telling you about, because this only applies to like competitions, and my horse stable specifically, and my country that I live in, which is Germany. So it may not be like this everywhere, but this is what I've experienced and um, I think if you just take lessons like a normal kid, then you're not going to experience this because it's not 
as like you don't have as much like competition in that like not physically like competing but kind of like mentally you know so yeah thank you for listening to 100% life i hope you enjoyed um stay tuned for my next episode bye